Welcome to Real Black Content is Foreign Podcast. This is Big VJ checking in. Today's conversation, we're going to talk about fatherhood. We're going to talk about being a dad. And we're going to talk about being on man time, beloved. Right? And we're just going to, um, we're going to have a conversation and we're going to separate the real from the fake, right? And we're just going to, you know, I got coffee, right? <laughs> so we're going to just have a just somewhat serious conversation, but we just, we're going to mix it up with a little bobo as well, right? Unless you've been living underneath a rock. One of the stories that's been taking place is the, the story between 50 Cent and his son, right? How everything is dysfunctional and they don't speak. They don't talk. And, um, you know, hey, you know, what can, uh, what can we say, right? The devil wins again. Another dysfunctional family. Another dysfunctional father and son duo, right? How about that? And in the back and forth, money is being talked about. Words like privileged and entitled been thrown around. And then the father responds, 50 Cent I'm talking about, recently by saying, you know, what are you doing? Talking about child support, man. You're 25 years old. You're a grown man, right? And that's something to me, beloved, as a father, that's new to me. Because uh, <laughs> when you're a father, beloved, your children is always your children. At least that's what I thought. I don't care if they're 15, 25, 35, 45, 55, your kids is your kids. And no matter when they need your help financially and emotionally, you're supposed to be there for them. But I don't know. We're just learning something new from 50 Cent. After 18, you can cut them off and say, do your own thing, right? And, uh, <laughs> you know, for us, that's fathers. That's new to us because we didn't, that code we don't live by. We live by the man code, right? And it's interesting because, you know, I got sons his age. And I'm like, shit, I'm the cars that my sons drive around in, I, I bought them. Shit, I'm still, <laughs> I still got to, I'm paying for the insurance. Hell, I get the, the tag that come every year. But they're my sons. They're not, this is, some things fathers do. No, let me rephrase that. Everything a father do for his son is not because of the actions of the son. That is the son's birthright. This is my responsibility to do this. Right? That's my responsibility. You know, I have to make sure that when I get credit cards, I put you on as an additional user so you can always have access to finance. I have to make sure when you get to a certain age as my son, look, this is the password to this. This is the pin code to that. You know what I'm saying? This is where we got money stashed around here. This is, I'm not doing this because you're a great person. 
This is your birthright. I'm your father, you're my son. I'm your father, you're my daughter. Some things ain't about behavior, it's birthright. See, fathers talk birthright talk. We don't talk behavior talk. Because you're still entitled to this no matter, this is just what it is. You're not on drugs. You're a legal abiding citizen. And one thing we all do as fathers, because I know I did, beloved, and my pops did this with me. You know, when your son get around 10 to 12 years old, and they have a real good understanding about how life is working, right? Because I'm not, I'm not trying to be biased when I say this, or funny style when I say this next statement, but city kids kind of grow up a little faster than kids that grow up in like rural areas, right? A 12-year-old in a city, he's kind of more like 15, 16 years old. You know what I'm saying? A 12-year-old in a rural environment, they're really 12. But when you start getting kids around 10 to 12 years old, especially sons, and you sit them down, you explain to them the activities that they can do in this world that you will cut them off because I gave my sons that conversation. They just don't figure it out like, all right, I'm going to play off this little man, blah, blah, blah. If it comes to that, you sit your sons down and say, listen, beloved, this is how it's going to work. You my son. I love you. I will never disown you. If you ever get in anything, I'm here for you. I'm going to always be here for you. But if you ever call yourself taking pussy from a woman, if you ever call yourself raping them, I'm going to throw your ass under the bus. I can't fuck with you. If you ever call yourself as an adult male touching a kid improperly and we fucking found out, about, don't call my, no, don't. I'm going to wash my hands with you, beloved. And you go down the list because everybody got, hey, you do this, you do this. That's it. But if you want to just do something as far as entitlement for me, well, shit, everything I got belong to you. You my son. This is the birthright. You talking about finances? No, everything on the financial tip. But but when we talk about behavior, things that are because we can't forgive everything. We live in the village together. If you start doing unforgivable acts, I got to give your ass up. Because we just don't support that. It's not good for the village. That's real talk. If a nigga stand in front of you talking about he don't talk to his son because he's entitled and he got 10 figures, I'm little can no, I don't get that. Nah, that doesn't make any sense. You're not going to make that. No, you're not going to make that make sense to me. So my message to Marquise would be this, beloved. I just want nephew to have wisdom. His pops is a grown man. He got money. He got fame. And one thing that we learned in the city of Detroit, this is the first rule with somebody got money. We all learn this in the neighborhood. You can't worry about certain things or how people treat you because the tables turn, beloved. You don't, you don't worry about nothing. If the person on top with money, because we've seen this a hundred times in the city. If they got money and they feel like this is how things are supposed to go, you don't worry about it because tables turn. I've seen the guy with money dealing with the guy that don't have no money and then less than 10 years it's like the, they switch spots so we understand how things work tables turn all the time but nephew i'm talking to marquise just going back to when the battle is fought for you you let it go beloved but you got to have the wisdom to see that the battle has been fought for you right like check it out all nephew is saying marquise i'm talking about is that 
His dad wasn't there physically. He wasn't there emotionally. So because of his financial status, he could have did more for us as a family because he wasn't his presence wasn't here no other way. Right. And later, I'm going to explain how that works, because 50 said, I think my son is entitled. But I can I can I can give you the breakdown of how that worked, because I kind of almost lived that lifestyle myself. But I, I explain it a little later. He's saying, well, my dad, he spent a couple of million dollars raising me and he could have did more financially. Now, that's your gripe, right? You put that out and the universe, beloved, he fixed it for you because in the conversation, Marquise was trying to say his dad went out of his way to do things to keep from giving him and his mom certain kind of things financially. All right, so if that's your gripe, you got to have the wisdom to look and see how the world moves. The universe raised up an enemy from your dad's community, right? At the hip-hop community. The guy's name is Rick Ross. He raised up an enemy from amongst them. And then they kind of went through some back and forth, back and forth. And then your dad, with his mentality, he tried to do something to offend or hurt Rick Ross's family structure or his baby mom's. Now, on the sidebar, these niggas play all this guinea talk, all this mick talk, all this small hat gangster cold talk. And one of the biggest codes when you follow those devils is no women and kids. But they play gangster up until then because he started picking on the dude's baby mom. And I thought the quote unquote gangster code was no women and kids. But maybe that's a different story for a different day. He started picking on the guy's baby mother and how it all shook out when it came out of the wash and through the rinse was your dad ended up on his enemy's baby mother $7 million and he's paying for that. You got to see that young blood as wisdom because we see it. That's wisdom. We can see it. All right. You try to do some funny style shit. We're thinking about 50 cent for keeping money from your own baby mama and their son and you calling them entitled and you, you wanted to give them this much and that much even though you're a 10 figure guy. When you start talking about the money you give to them, you're talking to thousands. We hear you, beloved. I'm from the city. I ain't from the country. You're not talking. You put millions on your son. You ain't saying I spent millions on Marquise. You said thousands, bro. But you got, you a 10-figure guy. You know what I mean? I'm like, you know, not a seven-figure guy. You know what I'm saying? Not an eight-figure guy. A nine-figure guy. Right? And you could generate, you're generating 10 you're generating 10 figures with your lifestyle. All that you do, you're making money for everybody. But you personally walk away with nine figures. So the guy that have a personal... Uh, <laughs> I don't think our people in the village get this. The person that generates 10 figures, walking away with nine figures, is telling you and I his, his baby mama and son is privileged because he put thousands on them. Not millions, thousands. But we... but. While he's trying to get out of giving you millions, the universe fixed it. What he had to give his he got to give his enemies' kids millions of dollars. When you see that young blood, that's how you you got to know. That's the watch, that's the battle, and you're never too old to tell your story. If that's your story, beloved, tell your story. I don't care if you're 35. But one thing, nephew, you did. And this is your Uncle VJ telling you, beloved, this is a lesson you, Marquise, got to learn going into the future, right? All of this happened because you went on the guy's platform 
And the guy's name is Choke No Joke, right? And your situation is my dad had money and he didn't do all this stuff that y'all think he did and he could have did more. A person with a rich dad have to talk to another person with a rich dad so they because y'all both is going to get it. You can't talk to another guy that's not y'all not on the same level. He's not going to understand it. He's going to see that as entitlement. You know what I mean? Um, see, the underlying current of that is that black men really don't want black women to have shit for real, for real. That's what it's really all of. It has really nothing to do with you and your moms and how y'all was acting. You're not worth it. Black, black baby mothers, it's not worth it. Black sons and black daughters that come from the baby mama structure, y'all are not worth it. If somebody give you $6,700, that should be good. Go in the corner and go paint and color because that's enough. But everybody else's kids, they don't live like that. It's only cool to see black kids live subpar to what their father got because what the society is really saying is y'all niggas ain't even, y'all, y'all niggas ain't worth it. So you shouldn't have took that conversation to Choke's platform. You know what I mean? That's a conversation that you and Dr. Dre, oldest son, should have had. Y'all going live and y'all talking because Dr. Dre's oldest son, we, we see the producer, Dr. Dre, first of all, billion dollars. A billion dollars, right? TMZ is in California and they see Dr. Dre's son in the airport. He just got up a, a spirit plane. You know what I'm saying? The cheap app. And so that the guy from TMZ said, well, wait a minute. He said, hey, man, ain't Dr. Dre your father? He said, why the fuck is you riding in this? Because they know better. Why the fuck is you riding this plane? And your dad got a billion dollars. Man, you should be riding around. He said, well, he tried to be, no, well, that's my dad's money. I just. But see, the, the community don't take that no way. Oh man, you a grown man. You grown man. You should have, you gotta go get your own. Go get your own. The fuck is you talking about? Go get your own. You got 10 figures. Now his dad got 10 figures for real. I ain't talking about he generate no goddamn 10 figures. His dad got 10 figures for real. But that's okay. You a product of a baby mama. This is what it is. So a man can meet you, impregnate you. Change your whole entire life. Don't marry you. Don't honor you at all. And then go on and say, well, you're not the wife. You don't deserve A, B, and C. So in other words, you know, um, what what Big Mama taught us is that (laughs) Big Mama say a good man leaves an inheritance to his children's children. But that's okay. This guy can go live in the most lavish mansion. And then have his child live in one way, which means his grandkids is going to live another way. But all these niggas, they they jump back and forth between generational wealth. and I mean, like they got to make up their mind. Do you want your kids to have something or you don't? Because there's no way me as a man, I'm talking about man time. Bro, I can have a hundred million dollars. And my baby mama, she's going to always live in. I, mean, I don't give a fuck how many niggas she got over to that mansion. I don't care how many boyfriends that she go through. She's going to live in a fucking mansion till she die. And I'm going to make sure that even if I buy the house and keep it in my name, she's going to drive around in a nice car. The kids is going to live well. She's going to live on this lifestyle my entire life because I'm going to make it that way because I'm a man. 
And when my son have the grandkids, when the grandkids come over my house, they're going to be in the fucking mansion because I'm worth $100 million. When they go over their grandmama house, they're not going to leave my house as granddad with the fucking mansion and then go over their grandmama house and then say, listen, uh, they're going down to the projects of some apartment and say, well, shit. Is no, man, I ain't playing that game. But I'm from Michigan. I get it. I'm different. The get money legal guy in my state is a guy named Money Mayweather, the best boxer to ever do it. Now, you look at how Floyd lives, and you look at how his kids live. He's a 10-figure guy. He's a 10-figure guy. Not generating it. He got it. But his kids look like it, right? Not only do his kids look like it, his grandson look like it, too. He walk around in that mansion. He belong there, beloved. You know what I'm talking about? But guess, guess what, though? When that grandbaby, because Floyd is not married, when he leave his home, Floyd's home, and he goes to his baby mama crib because one of them passed away, peace be upon her. But when he goes to the one, the other one, how you think she's living? No, grandmama got a big house too. Now, nobody's saying, oh, she's entitled. She's supposed to have this. And... No, she's, a, she's supposed to have it. So when the kids over their dad house, which is Floyd, they in a mansion. And when they leave there and go over their mama house, they still in the mansion because that's what you're supposed to do when you got money. And guess what we see? Floyd is always being blessed. The, the universe didn't fix it for this man to goddamn go and have exhibitions, you know, like fights that's not even on the books and make 10, 15, 20, 25 million dollars because he's doing right by the people around him. But maybe that's a different story for a different day. Nephew, that'll be my advice to you, Marquise. That's my advice to you, beloved. You, 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 you just got to be able to have the wisdom to hear and the wisdom to see it too. Hey, that battle been fought already. So now you disagree with how your dad did, you change it. When you have your family, you do different. You know what I mean? When you get your wife and kids, you do that's you move different. You be the dad that you wanted. That's the responsibility that we got to do as black men that we don't fuck with our dads like that. You got to be the dad that you wanted to have. And, you know, going forward, there's got to be a lesson. You can't take, choke is not the platform for you to go have that conversation on, beloved. Because it's, it's levels to money and you can't, you know, somebody that doesn't get it. Like I said, you probably would have had a better chance talking to Will Smith's son. And talking about, you know, things how it should have went because of the amount of money that your pops generated. Or you should have talked to uh, Easy e son because his life didn't go. All the money that his pops generated, it should have went another way. Or you should have been able to talk to one of DMX kids. I think he got like 17 of them. You should have tracked down one of the 17 and y'all could have went live. and Because you would have seen, damn, dad is generating this kind of money. He got this kind of money, but we living like this. You know what I mean? Or like I said, Dr. Dre's oldest son, that kind of group is going to get it. You can't talk to the village. You know what I'm saying? Because the village is looking at it. They're poor. Everybody's poor in the village. So they're like six or seven hundred dollars. You should be happy because that's the just shut up and color kind of just go be happy. Because you're dealing with and even the guy platform you went on choked the podcaster when you want. He said, listen. There's people that are looking at this $200. That's a lot. They're getting two, $300 a month for their children. So they're going to look at you like you was crazy. That was cold for Marquise. To, that was your cold nephew to say, all right, then I'm on the wrong platform. Let me just stifle myself. I ain't going to say nothing. 
Beloved, you can't take a sex fifth conversation to a Walmart customer. Marquise, if you don't remember nothing, you got to remember that. You can't have a sex fifth conversation with Walmart customers. They're not going to get it. You know what I'm saying? That you know, if if you if you buying your old lady a Chanel handbag or Louis Louis Vuitton handbag, they if they getting their old lady handbags out of Target, they're not gonna get it. You just having a different conversation. You know, they that's money, it's a it's a level to it. They're not gonna get it. They don't understand 10 figures. A person generating 10 figures and walking away personally with a hundred million. He's a nine-figure guy. They it makes sense to them that a nine-figure guy can give his children thousands of dollars. You can't have that conversation. You're supposed to stop yourself and say, all right, well, I, this is, I can't, you know. Because these niggas ain't valet in their car. People that go get their car valet, you can't you can't have a conversation with the nigga that parked the car 200 feet from the establishment. He ain't going to get it. Because you, you used to park your shit in the front. They not going to get that kind of life. You know, you sitting in line at the corner store, you finna get you some lottery tickets, you buying a $20 scratch-offs. And the nigga behind you getting the dollar scratch off. You can't go on this platform and start talking about buying a lottery. He ain't gonna get it. He like, nah, man, you could have get you a dollar. He like, nigga. <laughs> you can't. You got to know who to take the your, your conversation to. Well, you you talking fatherhood to a guy that's interviewing you, and by his own admission, he's a deadbeat. This motherfucker telling you, hey, yeah, man, I was behind on child support. I got my check garnished and. Uh, uh, you know, they took me to jail. I'm like, man, you having a fatherhood conversation with this nigga? <laughs> this nigga ain't no. You know, beloved, what you gotta understand is that you angered Marquis' nephew. I'm talking to you. You angered a generation of deadbeat dads who they're um they're mad because they have to give their baby mother two hundred dollars out of their check. Or $300 out of their check. Or $400 out of their check. And they're so mad and they're, they're furious with their baby mother that when you said $6,700, they, they are living their life vicariously through you. It's not really about you and your moms no more. You, you're talking to a demographic of dads that, you know, I'm talking about out of the village. That when Trump came down with those stimulus checks, them niggas ain't get it. Because they were so in the rears and child support, the money got ate up. So they looking at you like, see, this is the shit I'm going through. But in reality, a 10-figure guy, I'm talking about he's generating 10 figures. He's personally walking away with nine figures. Nobody can make us believe that you and your mom are supposed to, y'all supposed to have the best until the casket drop. But you know what? You're sitting with a podcaster. He doesn't tell you that. You know what he tells you? Hey, man. Your dad gave you $6,700, $6,800, whatever the money was. That was just his half. Your mama's supposed to come up with her half. Do you remember that part? That shit resonated with deadbeat dads all over the fucking country. This man, grown man now, this nigga look like he damn near 50. He's going to tell the 25-year-old young man, listen, <laughs> this is the choke guy I'm talking about. He's going to say, your dad gave you $6,700. That was his half. Your mama's supposed to came up with the other half. Now. Let's stop. Let's pause. Let's have a conversation about that point. See, what you're going to learn, nephew, is that niggas play that game because they always want to give black men an out. But they would never do that to Nicki Minaj.
they never they put everything on black women to see the scales is not the same now Nicki Minaj she's a nine-figure woman she's got a hundred million dollars she's a, she's currently in a relationship matter of fact she's married to her, her child's father how much do you think he's financially contributing to the development of his child I'm talking about Nicki Minaj situation even though we know they married but if if they wasn't married she got a hundred million how much you think he's going to financially uh, contribute to that situation I mean straight up nothing we would you know she's not going to bring nothing to the table you know what I'm saying she is the table so she's not going to ask the her baby that that doesn't work that way you know what I'm saying but when it came to you oh your mama got to get half all right so what you should have did nephew and this is what I'm talking about about listening with wisdom when niggas put that half game on you you make them go all the way down the line with the half game because if that's the case your mama should have said all right bet i gotta come up with my half well fuck it then when i take him to school i'm gonna take him to school half of the time you take another half when it's time for your doctor's appointment fuck it then i'm gonna take him half because i gotta come up with half the money right well shit, i'm gonna take him to the doctor's appointment half the time 50 you take him the other half hmm oh i'm a um i cook dinner i'm gonna do it half the time I need you as a father to come up with the other half or you know when his extracurricular activities come up he's in soccer he's in baseball he's in basketball i'm gonna go to half of his game and half of his practices you go to the other half see that that's when you shut a nigga down they don't want to do that he's just looking at i gave you 60 you can't get in these battles with these niggas they minds they deadbeats by nature they'll never get they not they don't know how to talk fatherhood talk because they're not fathers and nephew what you got to understand is you got to have the wisdom to open up your ears beloved to hear what meant what real when somebody's on man time you got to know what that sounds like because when i'm listening man i shared that video with everybody i said man this is i share this shit with everybody and i'm thinking people going to see it like me but i should have known better because you know i should have just known better and they're like oh man they start ridiculing the little oh man that's six or seven hundred dollars man he should have been able to get this blah, blah. man i'm like man these niggas became financial advisors and economists with this little ass six or seven hundred dollars from a dad that got ten figures or generating ten figures and personally walking away with nine figures and i start to really peel back that onion and i said oh man it ain't about that these niggas is dead beats they trying to live vicariously through the situation these are the niggas that got their check gone and sheet when Trump was giving the money out. These are the niggas that don't get no income tax because they they so behind on the real. These are the niggas that go to jail for child. These are a few niggas. These listen. These are the niggas that they're bitching and complaining about giving four hundred dollars a month, right? But they never did homework with their child. Them niggas can count the times on their hand they sit at the dinner table and did the homework. But if they want to play the half game with you, Marquise, you play the half, you just play the game alone. Hey, man, your mama should have helped you do the, the homework half the time. And the other half, let your daddy go do it. Is that nigga there? That nigga's not there. So what she, so I can understand your viewpoint. What you were saying was, goddamn, well, since my mama got to do all of this shit, when it comes to the money, she should get what she want. Because she's doing it all. Damn, I got to drop you up at school and pick your ass up. <laughs> This nigga telling you she's supposed to cable with half the money. And she cooking breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Well, damn, this nigga can't come in and cook none of the meal. No, you got you doing it all. <laughs> you gotta this nigga ain't been at none of your none of your dentist appointments, none of your doctor appointments. You ain't gonna have then. 
You know what I'm talking about? When it's time, when it's time to go to the parent teachers conferences, he ain't he ain't doing half. He ain't the teachers ain't talking to you half the time as a mom and talking to him half the time as that. They don't even these niggas ain't even involved in their kids' life. But then they say, Well, I gave you that four hundred dollars. I gave you that six hundred. Where's your half? I gave you that sixty seven hundred dollars. Where's your half? That's the game that niggas play. It just take wisdom to say, see, man, it's this some bullshit, but it's really an attack on black women. Because, you know, that's how it, nobody's expecting Nicki Minaj's uh, husband to come up with nothing financially. They're not looking for that dude to come up with half. Nobody's looking for ASAP Rocky to come up with half the money. Rihanna got a billion dollars. Nobody's looking for that. Nobody's looking for Travis Scott to come up with half the money. He got one of them Kardashian women out there, all that goddamn money, that family rolling in money over there. They're not asking him. No, that's how niggas play that back and forth game. They're going to ask your mama to come up with half. And then that alone, goddamn, that's a red flag, man. I got to come up with half the money, and this nigga got, he's generating 10 figures, and he personally walking away with nine? I got to come up with half with this nigga? That's the village. These niggas is sick. You got to open up your ears. It's not, it's an assault on black women and family. Y'all niggas don't deserve it. Y'all niggas don't deserve it. They ain't got the spirit like mom and them. They ain't got daddy in them spirit, man. You can't talk to these niggas. Because mom and daddy in them told us what? A good man leave an inheritance to his children's children. That's how we know what a good man look like. When the grandkids living off granddad said, damn, it was a good man. Shit, he left a name for you. All that shit they talk about Trump, his grandkids is taking care of. He taking care of the kids. All these racist guys that they wanted to look down on, these are niggas that taking care of their children's children. But what about the our fathers in the neighborhood? What about our fathers? You see what I'm saying? What they don't got to lead them for the children, children? This nigga telling his son, hey man, you gonna have to get it like you live. What? But don't worry about it, young blood. Tables turn. Don't worry about nothing. Tables turn. You know what I'm saying? Just like he can get these deals, if he don't do right by his own children, these deals will fold on him, man. They're blowing him. All these small hats is designed to do anyway is go behind your back and take your companies anyway. So don't even worry about that. Yo, but this is this is something that 50 Cent do not understand, right? 50 Cent don't have, he don't even know his dad. He don't know what it's like growing up having a dad with money, right? Something that Marquise was saying, I, I, I get it because, see, I come from a pops that got paper. Right. And there's a portion when 50 Cent and Marquise is talking. I said, damn, I know how this works because I'm a father myself. And again, see, my pops, my pops is hood rich. He always had money. You know what I'm saying? I got one of them pops, man. Shit. When he got his first home at, at 24, 24 years old, man, he bought that motherfucker cash. All right. I, I got to get money that. But this is this is what happens, though, beloved. When you have a give money dad, I can explain to you exactly what happens. Nobody gives you shit. They don't give you nothing because your dad getting money. Okay, so this is how this works. When you graduate from elementary school and middle school and high school and that 10 and 15 dollars you get from your grandmamas and your aunts and your uncles because they proud of you. When, your, when you got a father that get money, they don't give you nothing. 
So everything got to come from him, right? If you try to slide up on your uncle and say, hey, uncle, I'm in a little jam, man. You know, I need to hold about $2,500. He going to tell you no. Why is he going to tell you no? Because <laughs> they may go ask your dad because he know your dad. Go, go. This is what happens when your, when your pops get money. Don't nobody give you shit. And every time you go to somebody, they always refer you back to your dad. So every time you talk to your pops, you're like, hey, pops, I need money for this. And then you go back, pops, I need money for that. Man, pops, I fucked up some money. I need some money for this. And he's like, well, goddamn, you keep coming to me. Goddamn, you, every time you come to me, you're talking to me about money. Because everybody's rerouting me to you because you got the money. I can't get help from nobody else. In a weird kind of way, believe it or not, it's almost privilege to be broke. Because what happens when you broke is you go to your mama first. She said, well, damn, she might, my mama, I, I need 2500 But shit, I ain't got the 25 I can give you a couple hundred on it. Then you go to daddy. Well, I ain't got it. He give you a couple hundred on it. Then you goddamn rustle up the rest of the money from some of your partners, and then you get it from your cousins, and then you go to your aunts, aunties and uncles. And at the end of the day, you got that 2500 That's how it works when you come from an environment ain't nobody got no money. It does not work, beloved. Believe me when I tell you. If you fucking need money for anything and they know people know your pops is getting money, they're going to tell you, no, you go to him. This is why 50 going to feel like, and in my estimate, this is what I'm thinking. Damn, this mother, he always keep coming to me about money, but because you got the money. He can't go to, what he going to, if he needs something, where he going to go to? His auntie? He's going to go to, what is he going to go to one of his uncles? <laughs> I'm a living witness of this. I know how this shit finna work. Where you gonna go? When he go to the uncle, guess what the uncle go, the uncle gonna tell him? Fifty, go to you. When he go to the auntie, man, I need about five grand for this. I'm trying to do blase blase. Five grand for me, nigga, get the fuck out of here. Go to your dad. They gonna come to you. That's how that works. But man, the therapist can sit down at the table. Boy, he pull that shit out of all y'all. The therapist is say, man, this is what's going on, and because, but. What's ultimately happened is that everybody is speaking on something. They're not in the shoes of the person that they're speaking on. Marquise is not in his dad's shoes. His dad is not in his shoes. You know what I mean? Did he go to a podcaster? They're not in a, see, they, he's in a different place. He's not, you know, and like I said, this is what Marquise dropped the ball. Hey, my G, you do not ever take a sex fifth conversation to a Walmart customer. As a brand, as a brand, sex fifth. Beloved is not trying to win over Walmart customers. They don't do that as a brand. They're like, nah, I ain't gonna do that. Why would they do that? They're waste marketing. They're not listen, Rolex customers, uh Rolex as the brand, they're not trying to win over Timex customers. I'm like this motherfucker got a Timex on. <laughs> they're not gonna go down and, and fight for those consumer dollars. They're gonna we're Rolex. We're a certain kind of brand. And when your pops is getting money. It's a certain kind of way that the public and everybody expect you to walk, talk, look and live because we see in the city what the guys that look like that got money, how they live. So when we see this in the city, nobody can come back and tell us, man, a nigga with nine figures. You know, he's telling us that he gave his child eighty thousand dollars a month or part of me, eighty thousand dollars a year. Like he did something. No, he's not doing nothing. No, he got a hundred million. He's not doing nothing. Man, I'm going to leave you guys with this one story, beloved. When you're from the city, we're not from nigga keep running Alabama. 
We're not from Bubblegum, Mississippi. You know what I'm talking about? We're not from chewing tobacco, Georgia, right? When you from the city, Atlanta, Memphis, Chicago, Detroit, New York City, LA, Houston, when you from the city, we know what the guys that's getting money with their children look like. And $80,000 a year, that's not no real money for niggas that's getting money. That's for poor people. You see what I'm saying? But you're taking your conversation to people who don't know their dad or they, they don't have a dad with money. So they don't they don't get it because they don't have a get money dad. It's different when you got to get money dad because it was different for me. I was I was 10 years old with a 14 karat gold chain on with the charm. Because my pops, he's a, he bought that. He's a get money guy. You see what I mean? Um, then I switched up and got a Turkish link back in the, we talking about the 90s. Then I switched up and got a Turkish link. You know what I mean? Hold up. Let me get this correct. We're talking about the late 80s and then 90s. Then I switched up and got a Turkish link in the 90s, right? I couldn't do no hair and bone no more. Niggas was wearing hair and bones, and I'm like, shit, don't, don't nothing really want a bone but a dog. And when he get the motherfucker, he bury it. So I can't rock no hand bone no more. I switched up and got the Turkish link. I was 18 years old with the Cuban link with the white gold cut in the center. I'm still in my teens now. You feel me? Now, niggas today is wearing Cuban links. I'm talking about the 90s, beloved. This is back when. I'm doing this shit back when. When you got to get money, pops. Hey, man, some of that shit that y'all niggas was getting out the mall. I wasn't wearing that, man. My sisters and brothers, uh-uh. <laughs> we had custom made shit on nigga. <laughs> it's a one-on-one. You gotta go overseas to get this motherfucker. <laughs> it's different. It's different. You know what I'm saying? I'm listening to Vinny talk. He talking about, yeah, man. He talking about getting some shoes out the mall. Shoes out the mall, man. Ain't no get money talk. <laughs> Niggas in Detroit ain't wearing nothing out the mall. <laughs> we been out the mall. <laughs> we been out the mall, nigga. <laughs> It's custom shit. Nigga, you can't uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah, you got Air Force on me too, but this shit custom. I, I let the he put the goddamn the he put the name of the city and everything. He we this shit different, man. Everything is custom. Cause my this is what you do when you it's different. We see the kids that it's different. Your pops is getting money. You look different. So I'm walking around, even myself. You know, I had the buffalo color, buffalo skin Charlotte. With the Kenneth Cole shoes on, double buckle, and we wear guest jeans. Shit, I, this is what you're supposed to walk around and look like. Pops is getting money. <laughs> what the fuck I'm supposed to look like? Most of this shit custom. Hey, man, they wearing Gucci loafers. Right now, the kids in the city, they, they peoples is getting money. They wearing Gucci loafers to school every day. You can't have this conversation if your peoples ain't getting money with somebody who peoples don't get no money. Because this is how it really works. When your people is getting money and you look and you move a certain kind of way, they're trying to figure out, man, damn, why come you ain't? Now you should be living like this. And you saying, well, damn, I can't really live like that. I only get $6,700 a month for mine. And they're like $6,700 a month. I'm from a city, beloved. They talk about $80,000 a year. I'm from a city where these niggas that get money, listen. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, I'll tell you 50 Cent is a trip, boy. He must have been sitting in the back of the temple. You know what I mean? That nigga was in the back of the mosque because when the, uh Mr. Muhammad said do for self, I was like, man, I don't think he meant like that. <laughs> he got his son doing for self. 
I'm like, no, I think you, I think you misinterpreted what Mr. Muhammad, peace be upon him. I think you misinterpreted what he was trying to say. Because <laughs> this nigga really taking this dupe for self thing to another level. <laughs> but dig, though, but dig. You know, when we talk about making moves and getting money, I'm from a city where these niggas religiously do three things a year, three places a year. They, I'm talking about the Give Money group, right? They go to wherever the fuck they put this All-Star weekend at. They go to the All-Star game and they go to the All-Star weekend. They go to Super Bowl and they and spend time at Super Bowl weekend. And they always go to South Beach. This is like a religious thing for niggas that get money in Detroit. Miami, South Beach, every Memorial Day, they're down there. This is just what they do. And you hear the talk. And you see the bags and you see the look and these niggas go and they'll drop a hundred grand during All-Star Weekend. Then they'll go drop a hundred grand during, you know what I'm saying? This is the Super Bowl weekend. Then they go down to my South Beach and they bullshit. And you can, I, when I'm down in South Beach, because this is some Detroit shit. But you can see, you can tell when other niggas from the city is there because we got a certain look. You can look and say, okay, he from the town. You can look and tell we walk, we dress, we do something. You can tell the Detroit or any anybody from Detroit can go anywhere in the country and we can see another oh yeah, he from the town. Cause we it's certain things we wear, it's a look that we got. But they'll go down to South Beach, drop their honey. Arguably, the get money guys in my city, there's there's three events that they're gonna drop 300 grand on every fucking year. They don't miss it. It's religious. That's the circle that his dad is in. His dad is in. See, we can't speak on this man's dad. His dad is on that circle. He's on the All-Star Weekend circle. He's on the Super Bowl. So that's a different kind of money. Now, up there, they're not giving their kids $6,700 a month. Not up there. Now, if you work at the, the, the uh, I mean, I'm just going to keep it all the way funky. It's niggas that work at the General Motors plant and the Chrysler plant and the executive office where I'm from. They giving a side bitch five and six grand a month. The side bitch get that. And these niggas, they ain't even, they just up in the six figures. They ain't up like they, but they get a side bitch, that little change. But we want to make this guy believe who his pops is generating. Ten figures. And he's personally walking away with nine. He's supposed to get $6,700 a month. Nobody can make me believe that. I don't give a fuck. No, I'm not going for that one, beloved. Ultimately, it's sad because the devil wins. Another broke up home. Another father and son relationship that doesn't out of the hundreds of hundreds of thousands in the wilderness of North America that did not work. And um, the devil wins. Right. And then the story is still unfolding. We're still watching new developments, new conversations, new talks. But this kind of situation, it's inspiring because you got the opportunity to be the father that you never had. You got the opportunity. And you got the opportunity to see what the father do not look like. Because a good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children. Peace and black power to your family.
Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you guys for hanging out. Real Black Content is Forum Podcast, man. Big VG, man. I get it with you guys later. Peace. Thanks for viewing the podcast, be sure to like, share, comment, and subscribe to the channel on all social media platforms. Real Black Consciousness Real Forum. Black Consciousness Real Black Forum. Consciousness Forum. And we out this piece.